Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Tech Talk, a podcast where uh, me, Rinat, and Amit, we talk about various tech topics. Um, we've talked about um, a number of uh, upcoming and popular topics in the past, like cryptocurrency, like um, software automation, etc. Today, what we decided is today we're going to talk about electric vehicles. This is, um, although this seems like an automotive subject, but uh, this a lot of IT related, uh, a lot of lot, sort of tech goes into it, in, in, into making it. And um, uh, it, is, it is a fascinating subject. There is a lot of, um, you know, interesting technology that is being used to, to make an electric, electric vehicle work. So we thought it would be a really good topic to cover uh, for our audience. And um, yeah, let's, um, let's, let's talk about electric vehicles. What do you think about it, Amit? Thank you so much again for the good introduction, Renat. So yeah, um, first of all, thanks for suggesting this topic. Um, uh, it's a good topic, very relevant, uh, especially um, with uh, the advancements that we are making with battery technology. I think electric vehicles are becoming more and more popular. But I think with uh, global warming now uh, threatening uh, life on our planet, um, I think it's a it's an inevitable. Uh, it's inevitable that people will actually eventually end up uh, adopting electric vehicles so it's it's uh, quite important good for the environment good for us um, and good for everyone um, and electric vehicles i mean it's it says electric vehicles but it's not limited to just cars it's any vehicle that can be powered by electric motor now the motor itself can be uh, uh, powered by a battery a solar cell say petrol or diesel fuel it doesn't matter but at the end it's being powered by an electric motor so that's why it's called electric vehicle but yeah i mean it's a good topic and i think quite relevant yes absolutely um electric vehicles or i i think uh, uh, in short a lot of people call it ev um uh, and yeah that that's that's a very good perspective to look in look at it because yeah it's not just cars i i mean i personally whenever i talk about electric vehicles i i you know the first thing that comes into mind is is tesla um you know a car being driven by electricity but yeah you're absolutely right i mean you know the horizon is so much bigger because um you know it's any vehicle that is run by electricity so um you know that would include you know, from submarine to even, you know, um, like a, like a, like a electric scooter as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, and electricity could be generated in many ways, in many forms. Um, you know, it could be battery technology, which is one of the main ones that are, you know, currently being popularized. Uh, apart from that, there are other technology where you sort of generate, you know, battery is where you store the electricity that has already been generated. But you could also have technology where you, you actually generate the electricity on the vehicle. So yeah, there are many, many ways to to you know to to sort of overcome this problem of you know a problem of transport, um, problem of getting electricity to 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 transport anything. And um, you know these are all innovative solutions, and some work in some different scenarios, etc. And uh, yeah, it's it's very exciting to talk about all of this. Yes. So, uh, so I mean, uh, let's let's just start. I mean, electric. We know that okay, it's run on electric uh, motor, powered by 
electric motor so it's not powered by a gas engine uh, sorry a gasoline engine say a petrol engine or a diesel engine the engine itself drives the wheels but in this case it's an electric motor that drives the wheels but uh, when we talk about vehicle yeah. a vehicle could be anything it moves people people from one place to another place a to place b um so that vehicle normally uh when people talk about electric vehicles they normally talk about teslas or uh four wheeled uh, automobiles but an electric vehicle as you rightly said it could be a submarine because it, it's powered by nuclear energy but in the end that nuclear energy must be driving a steam engine that generates electricity that powers the whole uh submarine uh similarly you have uh, railway tracks uh, sorry railway um trains that are run on electricity so with overhead cables or tracks that uh, have the electricity passing through them and then you have the trams uh, trams in most of the cities are run on electricity then you have uh, two wheelers so cycles uh, motorcycles or uh, scooters so they can run on electricity and then you have other forms of vehicles that can also run on electricity so yes so and even say aircrafts aircrafts ships etc so so there is a huge array of vehicles inside evs that can be classified as evs and uh, the whole world is now moving towards a direction where they want to electrify all the existing vehicles because it makes sense um the 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 cost of a battery or the uh, or running an electric uh, vehicle is more economical and beneficial to the environment as well as to the company because of all the subsidies given by the government so it makes more sense for companies to adopt that so yeah uh, that's ev in short and we have categorized it across different uh, areas Yes yeah I mean uh, yeah I, I, you we rightly said there's so many you know different ways electricity is supplied to the motor um and that is a good way to categorize it um but also one of the things also probably worth mentioning is that EV is um obviously it's electric vehicles but it's not necessarily uh self-driving cars um yes yeah so um yeah, as soon as we talk about EV we um you know uh, we think about you know uh, cars like tesla and with that also there is another piece of technology that is also evolving you know side by side simultaneously and you know it becoming very popular nowadays you know to be able to track where it is in the world and you know and to be able to drive automatically without the need for the for the for the for a driver um but that is also an amazing piece of technology and i'm really glad how you know how quickly it's um developing but that's not uh, necessarily just electric vehicle electric vehicle is the more of the technology of you know getting the electricity and you know using the electricity to run the vehicle itself but yeah that obviously opens up the door to use that electricity to to do a bunch of other stuff like automated driving and you know use a number of cameras to understand where everything else is so you know we could we could potentially do another talk um on automated or self driving cars yes uh in future absolutely but yeah ev is not necessarily i mean usually you know uh, automated uh, sorry self driving cars are a subset of ev uh but it could be in in a in a in a in a, in a 
petrol car as well. A petrol car could also be an a, a self driving car. Yes, absolutely. But yes. usually, usually, what it is, <laughs> uh, you see these technologies go hand to hand together. But uh, yeah, um, EV is just electric, electric, electricity driving the vehicle. Yes, and the electricity is normally coming from either a battery or an inverter. So when you have a laptop, you have a adapter, and that adapter actually takes uh, you connect it to a socket, the socket switch in your house. So when you connect that, it converts the alternating current that's coming from the main supply into direct current that your uh, laptop can use. Uh, and that's why you have an adapter, a special type of adapter, and all all laptops have that adapter. So it's basically converts uh, inverts AC to DC. Now, batteries normally give energy in the form of uh, direct current, and uh, electric motors actually run on alternating current, and that that is something very important to understand. Um, so, whenever we use batteries to store energy. and it's important to store energy because then it's more portable so you can take the batteries anywhere fit it in, inside anything and then move and go some place else recharge it and use it again um if you have a motor uh, sorry if you have a generator say a diesel generator then you have to fill it with diesel it's it's heavy it's not as lightweight as a battery it's heavy and then um it uh, generates electricity uh through the diesel um fuel and then powers the electric motor so direct current is something that uh, doesn't have any sine wave curve so when you look at the current profile it's it's a flat line but with alternating current it's a sinusoidal wave so it's a, like a sine curve up and down up and down so you have yeah. zeros and ones zeros and ones not exactly zeros and ones but in in that form it it has a high it has a low and that wave uh, propagates and that's what a alternating current is so if you touch a a uh, a mains wire that has direct current you will not be able to pull your arm away you'll just get stuck because there is no it's not turning on and off on and off on and off but with alternating current if you touch a hold cable there are possibilities that you at at a given instant you can actually pull your hand away uh dc current is uh, more efficient and is used where uh, in places where you need continuous supply of uh, current um and ac is used uh, in the other areas so dc current is characterized by a flat curve and a ac current is characterized by a sinusoidal curve or a sine curve with highs and lows and um, dc current and ac current can both power an electric motor so depending upon the need you um, supply either ac current or dc current and that's essentially it so you have a motor powered by electricity it could be powered by ac or dc and um, yeah that's that's how essentially everything works now when we talk about um, electric vehicles uh the main thing is that most of them are generating their electricity using batteries majority some of them like trains and trams they get the electricity direct from the grid through the overhead cables or an extra track laid down on the railway tracks so that's where most of the energy comes yeah actually this reminds me of um something you know from my work experience i was i used to uh, when i was working as a mechanical engineer i worked for london underground 
And uh, that was an amazing experience because I actually got to walk on the on the underground tracks uh, inside the tunnels and everything. So it was it was really really exciting to do that. But because of that, I also know that in London Underground, if you if you know in one of our audience any of our audiences goes and notices, uh, there are actually four tracks. You know, um, so two of those tracks the underground yes. train actually uses to 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 travel to transport. And then the track, uh, there is another sort of electric line or, or it looks like a track is in the middle of those two tracks. And that's actually the neutral line. And then there is a fourth track, which is the farthest away. The fourth um, uh, sort of metal uh, track that is there, that is the farthest away. And that's the negative current line. And that's the main powerful electricity. And they design it this way. They keep the you know, the powerful current uh, electricity um, the furthest away. So even if accidentally someone falls into the into the tracks, they're less likely to, ca- you know, get electrocuted by by that track. Uh, but again, in overground, that that might not be the case. So I think I would suggest my audience to just best to not <laughs> fall into the tracks at all. <laughs> Uh, rather than trying to remember what's what, but yeah, I I, I know this piece of uh, information from when I was working for London Underground, and uh, yeah, it's interesting how ele- you know how electricity is supplied to big um, you know vehicles like trains, and you would think that it's it's um, very costly to, to run another track just to supply electricity, but. You know, once you set it up, it is there for a long time, and it it, it certainly does recover the cost. It does, it does, and it's quite efficient. The acceleration is quite good as well. You can accelerate very quickly um, using electric um, uh, electricity to power trains, and it's not just underground. I mean, people might have heard about magnetic aviation trains or the maglev train in Japan, which uh, floats over the trains. That's powered by uh, magnets and those magnets are electromagnets. So they are actually powered by electricity and they change the polarity um, very rapidly. And that's how the train moves forward. Um, yeah, that is also a very interesting piece of technology. And uh, because there is no friction, I mean, friction is one of the, I mean, is very important. You know, we are alive because of it, but also it's very troublesome in in you know when you're trying to do any of any kind of movement it's it's just always there always reducing the efficiency of the energy we're creating but uh, yeah you can you can avoid that by levitating and that is that is such a cool technology and uh, yeah yeah it is it is and and so so yes um, essentially there are uh, different ways in which you can power a vehicle but the majority of the people will be familiar with batteries. So you have battery-operated toys, you have battery-operated cars. <laughs> and these batteries yeah. are the biggest game-changer now because the way we pack energy, store energy, and transport it in a vehicle is becoming more and more crucial. And whoever cracks this storage and density and recharging and discharging problem, then they will be the next billionaires or trillionaires. And that's what actually Elon Musk uh, with Tesla and few other companies like Lucid Motors and uh, some Chinese companies there and even battery manufacturers like Panasonic, they're trying to crack. So what is the next big piece of battery tech? And uh, this is basically 
to have lot of uh, storage in terms of power in a very uh, small space so you can actually pack more batteries and then you can increase the range of an electric vehicle because currently what's happening is that i mean people are buying electric vehicles but the majority of them are still very concerned about the range and they are also concerned about the ability of an electric vehicle to be driven in a very cold or a very hot climate because if suppose you live in say uh, close to the poles then you have a very extreme winter and you don't want to have an electric vehicle that's not able to start especially in those extreme cold yeah. environment and also if you are very living very close to the equator you will constantly have very high temperature and high temperature actually impacts the health of the battery so you need to have an optimum temperature maintained for the battery and then uh, operate that battery so yeah i mean yeah. That, that's a big game changer <laughs> yes absolutely i mean um yeah you rightly said so that um yeah the the battery technology you know it, it, whenever we get to that next stage of improvement in battery technology you know our lives will be will be changed you know very quickly because so many things around us run on electricity and powering those all of these appliances all of these gadgets that we use that is a big part of it i mean imagine if you know right now it's it's like you know it it's like a habit that you charge your phone every day but imagine if you only if you only had to do it once a month or yeah. imagine if you instead of charging once a month imagine you know if you never had to charge it ever again if it was being charged wirelessly so you know and if 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 you you know take expand it from your mobile phone to all electric gadgets that's just you know then you realize how much of a game changer it can be so yeah absolutely you know the the energy holding and supplying and converting of the energy um, into electricity that is uh, that is one of the big you know areas where you can innovate and uh, change the world uh, completely so uh, with uh, with batteries the the challenge is uh, to uh, charge them very quickly so that's one then the other is to discharge them quickly so when you press your accelerator you want the battery to give you enough uh, energy so you can accelerate quickly or the torque as they say so you want the battery to get charged quickly and discharge quickly also you want an optimum temperature in which the battery operates plus you want a battery that can store more energy so th- these are a couple of ch- uh, challenges and when you look at the physical challenges it um, you can then extrapolate to the thought that maybe we cannot uh, run a full fledged aeroplane using batteries because the uh, the amount of battery that you would need might actually increase the weight and it may not be enough for the aircraft to take off because the weight is so huge so it may not offset and the same applies for ships the big container ships that carry uh, thousands and thousands of tons of cargo and if you have to then add thousands of tons of battery just to power them over say million kilometers across the ocean not million thousands kilometers thousands of kilometers across the ocean then it becomes a huge challenge so that's why in a in a if if you reduce the scale then the electric vehicles or the cars that we know tesla especially then that becomes very lucrative because they don't have to travel too far they just have to compete with the existing petrol and diesel cars 
um, or the gas gasoline cars which are very popular in US so they just have to compete with that and they just have to compete in terms of range and also in terms of refueling so if I'm able to recharge my car quickly and if I'm able to get the same range of a petrol car maybe even better then I would go for an electric vehicle anytime because I can recharge it sitting in my house just connecting it to the power socket which is there using the main supply costing me very very less um, uh, less money in terms of recharging and running the vehicle and because there are less moving parts because there is no petrol engine there is there are less moving parts it means maintenance cost also goes down plus it's cleaner it's uh, greener for the environment so you have the environment uh, factor as well so with all those things considered it makes less noise so you you don't have to worry about noise it uh, doesn't produce any emissions so if you have children and you're worried that having a car that produces emissions is not good for the environment um, so yeah so th these are some of the various um, uh, benefits of using an electric vehicle that's run on electric motor powered by batteries Absolutely. I mean, the benefits, there's so many benefits, it's just endless. But yeah, I mean, going back to what you were saying, the energy, you know, energy density, that is actually very important. And yeah, it's very interesting to think that you, you might end up with, you know, to, to have an electric uh, aircraft, you might end up with so many batteries that you can't, you know, it, it basically supersedes the ability to fly. I mean, so the energy it's creating is not enough to support itself that's why you can't scale it up um and and, and yeah i mean it, it, solving this problem of um it, it, what i was saying i think um what, one of the things i was thinking is energy density is so important and um you know people might say that oh no that you know we are at our, our, our latest technology already i mean there is no way of improving it but no that's not the case and the proof is right in front of us. I mean, the energy density or the energy our body generates from a ham sandwich or, or any, any kind of food is a lot more. It's, it's like, I, I think, eight to ten times more than what a battery's energy density is. So uh, from a ham sandwich, the energy using chemical, chemical um, processes in our body our body generates enough energy um, that if you if you could create a battery that would do that that would solve all the problem of you know even going even creating spaceship etc so um the solution is that it is possible it is technically possible and we are doing it every day our our bodies are more energy efficient and able to you know generate more energy from a ham sandwich than our currently our batteries does or currently our um, you know other electric electricity generating systems does so absolutely the solution is there uh, we just have to think of more innovative ways of generating this electricity from whatever is the fuel source um, it could be a ham sandwich which is in our case in our body is doing that as a fuel source but you know, there could be so many different fuel, fuel that you can consider, but the, the, the solution is, is there. We just have to find it. Absolutely. I think uh, you, you rightly mentioned, I mean, in nature, in life, in reality, 
you have solutions and scientists are actually looking at different materials and it's not just batteries people are looking at even capacitors capacitors are very high dense uh, energy storage uh, um, devices and uh, they carry a lot of huge current again the problem comes of charging and discharging so normally you would see capacitors in say your uh, laptop uh, laptop adapters or things like that because at the moment you turn off the electric switch your the adapter the light on the adapter doesn't go off immediately it takes a while to discharge so that's that's where the capacitor is and the capacitor is basically to uh, make sure that you always get a constant voltage um, to your device uh, it balances it so so it could be a battery it could be a capacitor we don't know but yes density is a huge problem and bill gates also mentioned this in one of his talks that and that that's actually where i got the idea from that okay it's physically actually maybe impossible for aircrafts and ships and even rockets to be uh, powered by uh, batteries we might someday end up uh, with a technology which is very very superior but it's not in the near future with the current level of understanding that we have and most of the batteries are now lithium ion batteries they're just making different form factors but mostly they are lithium ion batteries so till we find some other materials uh, that we can use to and lithium ion is again uh, liquid so there are uh, batteries now that people are thinking about solid solid batteries so solid um, cathode and anode and electrolyte so that that could be the f future but people are experimenting with it but anyway coming back to electric vehicles so you have the batteries and you have an electric motor um, and and that's 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 it you don't have a clutch yeah you you may have a brake some vehicles uh, use the accelerator as a brake itself so when you press it accelerates and when you remove your leg from the pedal it decelerates or it brakes so so yeah it's it's very interesting that the kind of technology and you mentioned about self driving cars now they are very popular with electric cars especially tesla made it very popular but before tesla there was uh, the google street view so you uh, i'm i'm not sure if you remember that the the car that google used to capture all the street view across the world was actually autonomous so there was no uh, person driving that car and it was fully self driven but of course it was uh, not with a passenger in it uh, and self driving car when we talk about it it's a car that can carry passenger it can carry some load some cargo or by itself and navigate through different forms of traffic conditions so it's it's a very interesting oh yes area. yes yeah yeah very much so and uh, that that's actually a good good thing that you reminded me yes google self driving cars i mean we are thinking that right now this is quite you know the advanced technology but uh this actually makes me think there are a lot of tech companies which have you know advanced a lot more but um because of you know bringing a technology into public is it requires a lot of like sort of permissions and law of testing etc but you know there were self driving cars 10 15 years ago and google used it to um to create the google street view so this is this is very interesting and quite amazing how you know um how much time has passed since self driving cars were first Uh, seen and um, self-driving technology is um, has been there for some time, and I, I know people are usually still a little bit reluctant to to 
to have a car which will drive itself, but the technology has been evolving for some time. And in current days, with the number of cameras, of not just the visual cameras, but infrared cameras and very various other kinds of um, you know, uh, systems for robots or cars to see, uh, with that, it's, it's becoming more and more bulletproof. Or when I say, you know, uh, uh, proof of any kind of accidents to happen. And I'm not saying that there's zero chance of accidents, but it's significantly lower than when a human drives it. And, um, you know, until, until uh, automated cars were in, in, in our streets, the 100% of all car accidents where there was, well, no, 100%. Uh, so I think I read a stat, statistics before self-driving cars were there the biggest reason for all kinds of accidents is the driver itself there was very yes. little mechanical fault or any other kind of fault or there was a signal problem or anything no the main reason there were accidents was because of the person who was driving made a mistake or made an error in judgment so you know self-driving cars basically takes away removes that weak point which is we have to you know shamefully admit that the humans were the biggest weak point and uh, yeah we're just trying to find a way to sort of eliminate that 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 part of the driving it is it is i mean self-driving cars uh, will rapidly change the future and not just not just in terms of accidents but in terms of accessibility a lot of disabled people old people who can't drive they can use a self-driving car and go to shopping uh, shopping malls, hospitals, um, and other places, and on their own. So they don't need actually someone to drive them. They can actually just sit inside the car. Say maybe take a wheelchair, just push a wheelchair inside the electric vehicle, and ask ask the electric vehicle to navigate to a certain location using a voice assisted technology like a Google Assistant or Alexa or Siri. So, yes. so I mean, I mean, so far we have um, over the last couple of uh, weeks, we have discussed about so many different technologies like cloud computing, big data, virtual reality, and they are all actually interconnected. I mean, even if you look at electric vehicles, they are elect uh, interconnected because. Um, so I, I let's let's go back a bit. Actually, electric vehicles. Why electric vehicles? Why is it so important? Um, we know the benefits, but then uh, why why make an electric vehicle? What are the limitations of a gas engine? And Rinath, we both are mechanical engineers. So can you actually tell me, um, I mean, let's talk a bit about gas engines or sorry, not gas engines, but fossil fuel based engines, uh, a petrol engine or a diesel engine. Why is it that it's um, getting now out of vogue? People don't want a diesel engine or a petrol engine. And why do they want suddenly an electric uh, vehicle well i mean i suppose you know if, if i twist the question a little bit i mean why why did we leave as 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 a you know <laughs> uh, why did the humankind you know altogether decide to come away from fossil fuel uh, i think the first thing is that it's limited because yeah there might be heaps and heaps of it tons and tons of fuel still left Yes. But we yes. know for sure they will eventually run out. We can't just wait for it to run out and then start doing the research. That would be like, oh, coronavirus has taken over the world. Now do research for vaccine. No, we, we can't do that for all technologies. We have to be proactive because transport is such a big part of the world, you know, for the humankind to survive, really. 
that we we can't have that all oh, we we nearly ran out of fossil fuel and then now find ways to uh find alternative no we we you know that that's why this was a must but from you know even in an individual level you might think that oh um fossil fuel is you know gives you an extra level of comfort if you're doing a long drive you know that um you know you will be able to go to petrol station to top up your um fuel or whatever but all of these things can be eliminated and gotten better with electric vehicles yeah i mean you, you know there there might be less of a range with a battery but you know you will have more charging stations there's t- charging stations nowadays everywhere even in parking spots so you don't even have to go to an actual you know for for petrol or diesel you have to go to a you know gas station and fill it up but you don't even need to do that with electric vehicles and it's so much cheaper so on a micro level there are many benefits for the individual and in a macro level you know not only that fossil fuel will run out it's also bad for the environment there's so many i mean all the benefits of electric vehicles is also all the negatives of <laughs> fossil fuel using fossil fuel so yeah i mean um that that's what i would say i mean what do you have anything particular in mind or I just think that it just makes everything simple. I mean, when you get rid of so many moving parts, it just makes the vehicle more simple and easy to maintain. So, if you ha- if you just have batteries and an electric motor, you get rid of the engine, you get rid of the gearbox, you get rid of so many things, and that makes it so easy to maintain. And because you have less maintenance costs, then it means your vehicles will last longer. And when your vehicles last longer, then all you need to do is maybe replace your batteries, nothing else. um so so yeah it just it just makes things simple and uh, and we have uh, gone from very complicated things to very simple things i mean uh, we used to have so many devices we used to have a radio we used to have a camera we used to have a voice recorder we have we used to have a music system we used to have various mm-hmm. other things all that became one device of a smartphone so so we are so i i'm i'm thinking that why electric vehicle is becoming popular is of course benefits uh, uh or i mean they outweigh uh, when you compare it with a fossil fuel based uh, vehicle but then it also makes everything just simpler cleaner and more efficient i mean the amount of energy that you waste as heat when you're running a fossil fuel based engine is extreme i mean the efficiency is not that great but with an electric uh, vehicle the efficiency is at least much better i mean you still reduce uh, uh, i mean you still waste some of the energy as heat but it's far less compared to a fossil fuel based vehicle and as you mentioned we will eventually run out of it so if yes, you have to, yes. if you have to uh, go into space if you have to go into extreme environments we should get rid of that and fossil fuel also burn um so it it causes explosions now now even batteries cause explosions and that's why people are moving they want to move towards um solid uh, batteries not liquid batteries uh, where uh, where the chances of explosions are very less um so that's what i mean with but with the fossil fuel uh they always say be careful with a matchstick don't uh, don't uh, oh yeah so so i mean there are there are so many things it produces fumes that are very harmful with a electric vehicle as long as you can charge your battery in the most environmentally efficient way then you are having a very clean environment and the only waste that you would produce is the battery itself 
Yes, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And yeah, simplicity is important. And um, you also, you're thinking, oh, it's nice to be simple, but there are so many other benefits to it as well. Now, with, with a simple um, internal infrastructure you know, in a car, you, do, you, know, you have so much more space to yes. have, you know, to, to create, to make the journey more pleasant for, for, for the passenger. And if, even if without that, just, just because it's simple, you know, the, the crash ratings can be improved. I mean, there isn't a massive, you know, a really heavy engine in front of your car. So the weight can be distributed more evenly in the event of a crash. Um, how the car absorbs the impact can be, you know, improved a lot more because they're not having to take into account all of these other, you know, things in that are in the car. And then again, <clears throat> It, it it another thing, thing to think about that you know when you know there are toy cars there have been toy cars you know that runs on electricity 30 years ago why was it running on electricity even in 30 years ago why you know if, if fossil fuel was the best way to go then even the toy cars would have been made by fossil fuel because that's the easiest thing to do but no even toy cars, which I grew up playing in, in like late 80s or early 90s, that's like 30 years ago. Even those were actually running on electricity. Yeah, I put batteries on, etc. But that's how simple this technology is, the electric, electric vehicle technology. Because it's just, it just literally, I mean, it, it was running 30 years ago. So you could, tell, you could say how simple it is. And you know, this will have a lot of, um, intangible side effects, benefits, um, which will, you know, uh, make the car or make any vehicle, you know, better and better over time. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I think that that's why it's uh, very relevant. Um, we are talking about it. And uh, initially, the cost of a battery or the cost of a kilowatt hour, how much uh, energy can the battery uh, provide um, uh, per hour? So that cost was very high, but slowly that cost is coming down. And thanks to people investing a lot of money and they have realized even even uh, countries that have a lot of fossil fuel reserves are have now realized that it's just not worth their time and effort to uh, pursue that path. So they have now invested in huge amounts in electric vehicles and electric vehicles is as a, as a explorer species we always love exploring um, we have uh, traveled in ships we have traveled in horses we have traveled in spacecraft so wherever humanity's uh, mind can go we have tried to go there um, and if you think about the future uh, we might be in planets where they may not be uh, fossil fuels. So if you go to moon or if you go to Mars, there may not be fossil fuels. So you might have to actually run everything on batteries and you might have to power those batteries or charge those batteries using some alternative fuels. So that's why it's actually important to have an infrastructure or have the research capabilities to identify those things early enough so you can... Uh, you can when you are capable enough you can go there and you can utilize the benefits a lot of people ask me these questions why invest so much in space tech um, and why not invest um, or help the poor of course help the poor but when you invest in space tech you are actually trying to solve problems that you have not even imagined by going to an unknown place. So when people imagined that they want to go to explore the Americas, they didn't know where America was. They just wanted to build a ship. And when they when they had to build a ship, they had to 
uh, understand about navigation etc they the the concept of longitude came because of ship navigation it was necessary for ships to track time where they are how they, how far they are from their uh, home location so just by um keeping our destination beyond our reach beyond the usual we actually uh, come up with big problems and when we come up with big problems we come up with better solutions and i think aiming for the moon aiming for the mars is actually good for our species because then we uh, we have bigger problems to solve and when we have those problems to solve then we think of better solutions okay how can we build a better battery how can we build a battery that can uh, power a rocket how can we build a battery that can uh, work in uh, sub zero temperature how can i build a battery that can work in zero gravity how do i build all those things and how do i power i mean th- think of a um, uh, international space station that's complete it's a electric vehicle in essence it's an ev <laughs> it's just yes, powered yeah. by, it's powered by uh, solar energy but that solar energy is used to run generate electricity to power the whole station <laughs> yes that is amazing that is very amazing and interesting to think about another thing i um i think i was talking to someone and they were saying uh, something very interesting that elon musk who is um you know working on the on the spacex um and you know um looking at going to mars and also um you know um uh, advancing tesla and they were saying that all of his different ventures he he does have a number of projects that he's working on and all of these are actually to supplement the objective was of going and living in mars Tesla is not not being innovated to run in on earth but you know in mars you're going to there is no source of um uh, you know fossil fuel or any known source and um you know electricity is one of the one thing well, only things that can be easily generated and also you know harvested from sunlight all of that so yeah i mean you know what elon musk is doing with tesla is not building a car for for the earth but for um for for you know a building a technology which will be used to transport in mars so yeah i mean um um yeah i mean for for humanity to survive uh, and expand uh, that's that's one, that's you know as a species any any species objective is one of these two um, you know survive and continue surviving and then explore and expand further um for that definitely you know electric vehicles does have an actual point you know actual contribution there so uh, yeah yeah i mean it's it's fascinating to think about all the ways it impacts our current lives and our future lives yes and 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 i think the one last thing i would mention about electric vehicles is we'll have less wastage of uh, material so the mm. amount of material that's needed to build an electric car will be far less than the amount of material needed to build a diesel or any, any fossil fuel based car you'll have less engines so less uh, material needed when you don't have an engine when you don't have a gearbox when you don't have a clutch system um, etc you might still have some other systems but those are already there in any fossil fuel based cars so you're just getting rid of those things and as you mentioned um, better better um, center of gravity uh better stronger materials etc so people can then whatever money that they were spending on building a very good engine they can spend that money in building better vehicle stronger vehicle invest in battery te- technology etc 
so it's 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 just it's just good and my next target i i i currently own a hybrid vehicle so it's a toyota yaris it's powered partly by electricity and i can see the difference because it's so it's 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 not noisy at all when it's run on the battery it just doesn't make a noise and you sometimes uh, my wife when she first started the engine she's like is the car actually running <laughs> you you don't feel it and because there is no gearbox what happens is and i've test test driven a t- uh, tesla model s and uh, you feel the the torque immediately there is no lag so with with any uh, fossil fuel based vehicle there will be a, a a slight delay from the moment you switch the gear to the moment you press the accelerator there will be some lag electric vehicle no lag you press the accelerator you get the torque and it's instant <laughs> it's instant feedback so it's 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 fun it's fun to ride as well <laughs> yes yes absolutely i mean to be honest i i still drive a um a, <laughs> a petrol car i i do very much enjoy it and i intentionally bought a gear, bought a, a, a manual car because um i grew up driving like that but um definitely automatic car automatic cars are nowadays the way to go and um yeah without a gearbox is even better i mean at, at the end of the day the less small parts there is less carbon footprints is are there to you know to manufacture it and you know so many benefits it's just it's just endless benefits and uh, yeah i've i've been on tesla as well and yeah it's it's just so quiet from outside and from inside and there's not even a vibe in there's not even not a, a, there's no vibration either because with a, with a petrol or or, or if, with a fuel engine the engine is always running the rpm is always there it's always doing that cycle of you know exploding a little bit of petrol or diesel and then that making the car, you know the engine turn or go around a little bit and then when you're using it you're you know connecting that engine to the wheels so it it goes forward but it's always running and it's always vibrating as a result which is actually uh, which has a long term health benefit health effect on on humans as well so the noise and vibration both has long term negative health effect on humans uh these also will be you know eliminated with with an electric car it's just it's just yeah i mean and also when you're talking about macro things like this i mean yeah you know you, you know when we're talking about health things health related topics if you just think about yourself or you know your loved ones or as 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 humans you think about another human being but when you talk about macro level health um, benefits that means that you know billions of people are being affected by this and you're thinking you know noise and vibration yeah it has you know it has some you know it, 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 it don't feel good or whatever but out of you know maybe out of one out of each million people this causes a serious health issue and then if you're if you're you know the policy maker of a country then you know a country with 65 million people then 65 people every year could be needing serious health you know at medical attention every year that's a cost you know that the nhs has to calculate all of these costs you know that's that's 65 different doctors you know a week probably gone and how you know so there are so many things that and so once these things are eliminated then there are you know a lot of cost saving there there is a lot of you know other other people with cancer or heart attack or you know some serious other medical illness that needs attention can now be given attention 
there is a huge backlog of all like sort of elective elective operations and procedures that people are waiting on that can be helped. So yeah, there's so many benefits and so many side effects like benefits, like the benefits that are like, you know, as part of a domino effect that we didn't even think about, but will happen from adopting to electric cars. Exactly. So aim bigger, aim higher and Mm. solve, solve problems. I mean, the more problems we have, uh, the better solutions will come. I, I, Google has this term called the moonshot uh, problems. So aim for the moon, you will still end up uh, being in the orbit of planet Earth. So that's a good enough place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, yeah, going back to the example you gave earlier, like, you know, if you're trying to solve battery or the energy density problem for a rocket, then you know, you might end up finding a very best alternative for an electric car. So, yeah, definitely, yeah. If you're aim, aiming really high, then no matter what we'll end up with, it's probably better than some of the existing... Exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's very difficult for people to understand that because people are always thinking uh, in terms of money. But you also, you, you mentioned, right, uh, when we had COVID, we didn't have the vaccine. So once we had the pandemic, then we started rushing towards getting a vaccine out. So all this tech that we are talking about, it takes a lot of time to develop, research, refine, etc. And a lot of money has to be pumped in. So tomorrow, suddenly we can't wake up and say, okay, fossil fuel has run out. So now let's uh, find an alternative. Or or tomorrow yeah. we run out of all food on planet Earth because we have eaten all the animals, we've eaten all the plants, yeah. so we don't have any food left. Now we think of, okay, now we want to go to space, but oh, <laughs> we can't go to space because we haven't invested so much time and effort in actually researching. Cars are safe now, but they are safe now because centuries of effort have been put in to refine the engine, the mechanics, the safety, etc. So cars are now very refined and very stable and very safe. But they took a lot of time to be where they are. And similarly with space tech or any other tech, battery tech or any other tech, they have. you need to spend a lot of time in order to refine that tech and then use it. Uh, so maybe we'll not see all the benefits in our generation, but maybe our future generations will see. But it's up to us to actually push that tech a bit forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Every generation has pushed it forward and, you know, there are benefits of pushing it. It's not just that, oh, I don't get to enjoy it, so I'm not going to do it. No, I mean, even even going from, you know, small progression will have benefit in your life as well. So, yeah, definitely. I'd ask the audience, obviously, we talked about um, electric vehicles today on many aspects of it, but I'd ask the audience to definitely, you know, within, with you know, the 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 innovative ones amongst you i would i would say definitely look into you know ways to improve the energy density problem not just a battery problem you don't you, you know you, you remain out of the you know remain you know a, a, a more widespread thinking uh, mindset you know don't just be bogged down in in battery technology the problem is not battery the problem is having a a energy source or you know having or getting more energy out of a a smaller amount of physical stuff or you know the the problem or, or, or maybe put it in a better way the problem is to have what how can we define the problem? I mean, the, it, the problem it's a is simple. Problem. Move, move from place A to place B 
in as efficient way as possible using as less fuel as possible for as long as possible with the longest range with the longest uh, with the safest means so that's that's what our end goal is right so suppose humans have to travel all the way to say pluto so what kind of fuel source do we need i mean we can't use fossil fuels so of course nasa doesn't use fossil fuels they use fossil fuels plus electricity plus gravity so they use a lot of different yeah. means uh, to uh, to send spacecrafts from our planet to pluto so similarly we have to think about better solutions simpler solutions and scalable solutions in order to move humans uh, quickly from one place to another without uh, much impact to the environment so that's the that's a bigger that's the problem i would say but i think um, i would urge people uh that uh, if you have been listening to our podcast i mean what we have been trying to do is introduce you to those topics i mean these topics are not new these topics are not something that you may not have heard of but what we are trying to do is inspire you make bring awareness about that technology and uh, what it is um and what can you do with it and uh, is it worth your time and effort if you don't know anything about it so and we try to make uh, we are trying to keep things relevant we might cover some things which are uh, a technology that is created centuries ago but we still try to keep things relevant and uh, i would urge everyone to look into evs and uh, maybe come up with a uh, instead of electric vehicle come up with av alt alt fuel vehicle or something like that <laughs> that we have in bitcoin so we have alt coins <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, there there could be so many fuels. Then hydrogen is apparently uh, fuel cell, one of yes. the ones. Yeah, that is getting so a lot of traction. Hydrogen nowadays. and uh, emit water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you could use, I mean, better than hydrogen. If you can use nitrogen, that's eighty percent of air. So, if nitrogen can be used in any way to generate anything. that's just that's just yeah that 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 would be but, a game changer because of the abundance of it it's 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 abundance on our planet but if you look at hydrogen hydrogen is abundant on the entire in the entire universe so hydrogen ah. is a better source of fuel of course than nitrogen because nitrogen is restricted to our planet but if you are talking about uh, uh i mean if you're talking about the whole universe then hydrogen would be a ideal source of energy hydrogen or helium uh, we know hydrogen we can use it uh, to power but it's highly explosive so scientists are till tackling that problem but if that problem is again solved then we have abundant source of energy absolutely absolutely yeah so yeah i mean i would still i would still ask the audience to you know go for nitrogen or hydrogen because yeah i mean whether we um go in a hundred years migrate to mars or not but even you know even if you can find something with nitrogen that would still be good but yeah as you said amit yeah we what we are trying to do is we're trying to in- inspire you guys I and mean, obviously these informations are also available in google very easily and uh, you know and these are not like um difficult to find information but it's 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 to inspire you guys in a way that okay maybe you like the sound of this topic so you do a bit more research and you know maybe you would come up with something uh with your fresh eyes that you know all the you know scholars and engineers in tesla or in google haven't thought about because they are just too focused in in one problem but you you know coming from a fresh perspective might actually come up with something amazing and uh you know it's it's never 
a bad idea to even just think about it you know think about you know you know maybe on a lazy afternoon or in in bed if you couldn't fall asleep you know these are interesting topics to think about and you know you might find some some really good ideas you might come up with something really amazing and you know if you just note it down and then you know carry on a little bit of diligence every day you know if you just spend five minutes on you know whichever topic you like from from our talk uh very quickly you will become an expert and be able to implement any idea you have so yeah definitely um please keep listening and uh um, you know, keep generating ideas and not just, uh, don't just stop at generating ideas, you know, do do something about this, you know, either patent it or try to implement it, build a prototype, so many things you can do. If you're, if you're, if you're stuck with just an idea and think of how to, what to do with it, you know, give us a call. And um, yeah, definitely uh, keep, keep being interactive, keep uh, telling us, giving us your feedback and uh, uh, telling us about which topics you'd like to listen to more and uh, yeah yeah definitely um definitely look at battery technology and um, how to get more energy out of um anything you know a small you know smaller material less material more energy so get more energy density yeah i think yeah uh... You have summarized it well, Renat. <laughs> thank you so much again, uh, all our viewers and listeners. And thank you so much again. This is our 20th episode. So thank you for uh, staying with us for the last four months. Um, it's, it's uh, sorry, five months actually. 20, 20 weeks is <laughs> five, five, five months. So thank you so much for staying with us for this long. Uh, we have tried to cover uh, some amazing topics and uh, we are planning to cover some more amazing topics in the near future. We are, we promised you that we will have some guests, but uh, due to some um, unforeseen some circumstances, we could not invite them earlier, but we have a couple of plans where we are inviting few guests. So stay tuned in and um, yeah, see you next week. See you next week, guys. <laughs>